Okay, thank you all for being here. Uh, it was recently brought to our attention that last week, during the taping of episode 15, that there were numerous accounts of offensive language. Also, there were traces of this behaviour found in episodes 1 through to 14. We understand that we are a podcast by the people, for the people, and we vow to bring a human element to the culture without losing our integrity. However, ultimately, this behaviour is unacceptable. On behalf of myself and Rose Reese, we apologise. I'm sorry to my wife, to my girlfriend, and to any illegitimate children I've fathered over the past decade and a half. Furthermore, our NRL reporter, Hobart R. Brown, has been sanctioned in-house for his comments made at the 65th minute of episode 15. While they can't be repeated, they are also unacceptable. For this, we have imposed a one-week suspension. Attempts to contact Hubie over the past 62 hours have failed, and he is now considered a missing person. He is a Caucasian male, approximately five foot one, aged between 100 and 120 years of age. He weighs 52 kilograms, or seven stone seven in the old. He may be wearing a tweed jacket, a pork pie hat, and loafers. If you see him at your local TAB, or Gloria Jeans, please do not approach him. Please, call the authorities. Moving forward, we will continue to bring you insight into the world of horse racing and sport with entertaining interviews and world-class segments. Once again, thank you all, and I hope that episode 16 is a f***ing ripper. There'll be no more questions at this time. Thank you very much. Mic check, mic check, one, two, one, two. Welcome back to the Off The Bit Podcast. This is episode 16. 16. <laughs> this is episode 16. Uh, just at the jump there, you heard a press release statement from myself on behalf of the Off The Bit Podcast. Yeah, uh, I was in hiding. Yeah, it was... Uh, they Actually, what they did was uh, I had to... We copped a little bit of flack, Rose Reese, from, from last episode. It was a great interview with John Walter and we thoroughly enjoyed that. I just think that between yourself and I, we might have just... So we just maybe um, we we have that fun, too vulgar. fun 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 banter back and forward where it can easily sort of lapse and uh, there was a few expletives at the very start of that which maybe have been to the detriment of the program. I got a little bit of feedback 
So, so as it is with every uh, scandal, uh, you have to get on the front foot. So um, I was met at the bottom of the off-the-bit offices there, just where off-the-bit offices in Sydney is at the corner of Burke Pitt and, and uh, Pitt and, and Drake. Yep, yeah, straight. So uh, there was a throng of media out there waiting for me, and they latched on me straight away. So a little bit of a press release there. Once you, um, I've learnt with every scandal in Hollywood, or basically um, anything that Fletcher's about to go through, uh, you get on, <laughs> get on, you get on the front foot. Um, so we basically exempt us. So we, we were exempt from the start. In just the the theory that one, as we've always said, we are cartoon versions of ourselves. So we're not held accountable. Two, we have a disclaimer at the start, uh, but still we have to uh, at least take it a little bit more serious than we do. And and the profanities have to drop from like a decibel level of 90 to about 20. So we should have a very... And a frequency of like three a minute to maybe three an episode. Yeah, but it was uh, in in our defense as well. Like I have to take... I have to take the uh, the brunt of it, but um, I think that any time you were it, – it happened when we were talking about Chautauqua, and any time you were going to talk about Chautauqua or an old grey guy at a pub, expletives are just going to flow freely. So I think that's where we made a, maybe got ourselves in a little bit of hot water. But uh, upwards and onwards, we've got a great uh, few uh, – we've got a great show coming up, and we've got some guests coming on in the next few weeks. But this one was just basically clear the air. Uh, we are a very serious podcast, even though we do like to have fun. It's tongue in cheek. Uh, we do send a message, but we do have to um, act accordingly. So, with that being said, do you actually do you have anything you want to apologise for? Uh, just my voice in general. You don't uh, have. You know, I don't like that. You don't want to apologise uh, for maybe not putting. I had I had a bit of a shocker last no, week. You, you, hang, you don't want to apologise for not. Um, ever coming through with putting a, a certain photo of a certain horse up at a uh, <laughs> up at a, an establishment that you've maybe mentioned for the last nine podcasts. You don't want to apologize for that to the listeners? Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. Um, on behalf of myself, I, I'd like to apologize for my inability to come through on my word. Yeah. Really um, disappointing. I, 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 from now on, I, I promise I won't make any any promises that it, I, it, I, I I can't withhold? Is there anything else you want? Do you, do you want to um, show me your Google history? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's move on. What do we got? What do we got? I, 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 we have got a good show actually. We've uh, got the NRL racing news. A lot coming up there. We can touch on a little bit of uh, the Fletch controversy, which is like is just in a snowballing effect. The poor guy. Um, we got some great new segments as we always do. What yep. can you What can you tell me, Rolls Race? About uh, racing at the moment? Yeah. Uh, nature Strip. I think that's a good one to start with. Absolutely it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, actually, no. Well, what about Happy Birthday to Horses? Because it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of the 31st. I've already had Happy Birthday to the Horses, you know? I was yeah, up, at, uh, up at the Waterhouse Stables on the weekend. Mrs. Waterhouse. If, any, uh, if anybody follows me on Instagram, you would have seen on my story. What's your happy, Instagram? Shout it out. Uh, Rolls Reese. Also, follow us uh, at Off The Bit Podcast as well. What about our... Uh, Garnering a lot uh, of interest there. Underscore off underscore. The <laughs> underscore bit. Yeah, that's got that's, we, we, that's Wish got we could change that. I, honestly, seriously, I reckon that I've got to get a hold of this Twitter thing, man. And put that on mute anytime you want. <laughs> Sensational. Great Nature stuff. Strip. Nature Strip, yeah. So is there a faster horse running around in Australia than Nature Strip? Uh, because uh, Vega uh, Magic blew them away as well. It was a great, it was a great uh, day I'd, for that. I, I prefer Vega Magic's run over Nature, Nature Strip. Strip. Um, I just think when he, if put him in a big race, 
and you get a few more horses around him on speed, mm. he's not going to be, be held like that yeah. by, by no means. He's going to over-race a bit. He's going to burn a bit more petrol. He's not going to be able to finish off in that class. Yeah. The, the challenge is, can you get him to settle a bit earlier and, and be able to switch off? Yeah. I don't think you can do that before the Everest, maybe the Everest after, because mm. he's a naturally fast horse. Like, yeah, they both are, really. Yeah. Both chestnuts and both yeah. like go full on. I, I, I'm not a fan of... like. Chestnuts. Just, I can. I, I can't gravitate towards them. Well, here, here's a question I'll put out to the listeners as well as you. Name me the last champion chestnut. I'll wait. Sebring. Ch- champion. Sebring was champion. He, he won. He won a uh, golden slipper. Yeah, but so did Vancouver. You're going to call him a champion? He won like two races in his lifetime. Oh, well, champion. <laughs> Not champion. Like Saintly is a champion. You, you're talking about We're talking like multiple, 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 okay. multiple, uh, multiple yeah. good ones. Got me you know who You know who is actually? Is uh, is um, uh, Justify. He is a he is. big, beautiful he chestnut. He is probably the best. He's, it, well, there you go. I just what about, I uh, shut my mouth. Red, Red Cadeau? Oh, yeah. Look, I could put him in the championship book. He never won a Melbourne Cup, but he, he got never, damn never, never won one, but yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. Uh, yeah. he's definitely he's up there. there with me. There's no Australian ones. Have you noticed that? Nope. Mm. I'll oh, tell you what, that might be a top five little segment for uh, for next week. Top, top, top chestnuts. It's also funny with Nature Strip that, like, this has got completely under my guard. He's a three-year-old, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. 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 Yeah. Rising four, yeah. Yeah. Um, that he's actually named after, like uh, – the little side bit on the, before the road. That well, my, this is this is what my, my bin I, man I had, tries to. I had this. I had this debate. The first thing coming to my head was like your uh, pubic area for women. The, uh, the that's a landing strip. strip. Oh no! Brace debate. <laughs> landing strip, mate. No, it's nature no, strip because it's nature. Landing strip. It's Adam and Eve. It's nature. No, and it's landing strip. strip. Landing strip. Ben, would you like to interject on this landing strip or nature strip? Is this a preference? Yes. Oh, it's it's to what you know. Yeah. Oh, uh, landing. landing. There we go. Oh, landing. Two against one, mate. Outvoted. Well, I guess I'm a bit old school. Eh? Back in the day, we didn't, you know. Though, because I, I, I'm a bit of a stats man as well, mm-hmm. I, I looked at the time that Vag Ma- Vega Magic did. Vag Magic? Vag Magic. Vag- <laughs> <laughs> now, now you've got a plant yeah, in my it's head. Inception. <laughs> Vag- Vagception. Yep. Um, it, was, it was a solid, solid time, but he's still about two seconds off. The winning Everest time from last year, okay. and two seconds in this game is a big margin. Yeah, we have to um, really comprehensive. Once they fill all these slots, then we can actually knuckle down and get into it. Hey, there's a yeah. lot of there's also a lot of anti clockwise clockwise things going to go on. More Everest news. Um, uh, James McDonald has <laughs> come out. <laughs> yeah, okay. just come out. Sorry, <laughs> come out. Uh, there's word of him riding. Yeah, come out. No, I thought he was he's just come out to say that he's going to be riding. Did he come Minari. out? Say, yeah. What do horses eat? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's gonna, he, he looks like he's going to be on Minari for the Everest. So I okay. think that's an interesting matchup. Mm. I know your thoughts on that one. Yeah, it's, uh, that's very – well, everything is early crow, really, because there's yeah. a lot of uh, underlying deals and the whole entire thing is shrouded in a cloud of mystery. Well, we, so. we could have got a bit of early mark last week and found out if Timmy's going to stay on English. Yeah, well, we – I don't know if we weren't so like concentrating on swearing the whole entire time, we probably could have 
eked a little bit more out of John. It was a great interview, though. It was a good interview. Uh, next up, we got Ben Battle. The, the, the big battle. The battle, yeah. of ben, the battle of Ben. The the demise of Winks, apparently. Yeah, yeah. So uh, they've, for some reason, just decided this uh, Godolphin-trained runner, Ben Battle, <laughs> is just the heir apparent to uh, the great Mayor Winks' throne after winning just a group one in Germany, which is phenomenal. I just think like people started to forget about Godolphin a little bit, so they've gone, you know what? Yeah, let's 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 spark a bit of controversy. Let's do a bit of a Conor McGregor thing, and, exactly, and like just yeah. absolutely mouth off to like the the Floyd Mayweather of well, horse racing. They, and... they won the Dubai World Cup and everything, but uh, they still want to keep their name prevalent. I, I would, mate, it, that thing at, at Royal Ascot did absolute yeah. nothing, jack shit. Uh, beaten twelve lengths in the race that Winks was supposedly by all that no racing she should have shut in. So. Is it is it a Ford horse? Uh, it wasn't that day. Well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But does it prefer to race forward? Yeah, well, it's Dow. You yeah, like okay. those European runners. So yeah, it gets right up on pace. Yeah. So it, it would be a good matchup, though. I think because it's obviously the racing side. It's going to go out hard and fast, and then yes. Winks is going to have to get its chase on. Yep. Be 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 nice nice matchup. Yeah, but, um, but I, I think she's too strong. I wonder where Humidor is. We got a time frame on Humidor. Um, Haven't heard of when, when did he last run? We were at the races together when that when he yeah last, he, last did a stint. Is that the that BMW? Yeah, possibly BMW. Yeah, BMW possibly. We might have talked about this a week ago. Uh, I think we did. <laughs> How's us? Fuck. Yeah. Timestamp. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on from there. Uh, well, what we'll do is uh, just to finish up. We'll finish up a racing segment like the culmination of the actual racing season is to uh, give a big shout out to everyone that's uh, saluted in the premierships. Uh, obviously, with Sydney, Brenton Avdalo notched up his maiden win. Uh, well done, Brenton. Hey, Brenton. <laughs> hey, Brenton. Still waiting. He's in, uh, in yeah. Greece at the moment. Yeah, so. he is. Yeah, Santorini, Greece. Yeah, yeah, making everyone feel bad. This is the thing. This is when, when uh, this this time of year. Jockeys just go on strike. They all go on holidays. They disappear. They show everyone how good their life is, uh, but it's very thoroughly well deserved. Uh, Rachel King also. Yeah, well um, done, Rachel. I'm, I'm very very happy a big with that Rachel one. Rachel King Stan, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. I, well, she rides rides a lot of my horses. She um she puts in a lot of work. She's at track work every morning. So am I. Uh, yeah, but you're not also going to have to ride later on that other. You just have to come come in here and uh. Talk a bit of smack with I'll me. I'll go and play Fortnite, yeah. Fortnite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah same. Mm. You know um, how I feel about Fortnite. Yeah, congratulations to Rachel. Uh, it's always great when you see females winning apprentice titles like that. Like, It's slowly coming more and more into the game, and it's a great thing. Uh, Chris Waller. Oh, this is, here's a surprise. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Chris Waller has won the Sydney Trainers Premiership. Oh, I've, got a, I've got a loaded gun on this. Shit. Okay, I've go. got a loaded gun for this one. Okay. All right, he, he he won on points, right? Yeah. But when we break it down to percentages, is he always on top? No. So let's go. Chris Waller has a 15% win rate yep. and a 41% placing Place rate. rate, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Good numbers. Kieran Maher, 17% and 39% automatically on top. Darren Weir, 16%, 40%. Mm-hmm. On top, Gay Waterhouse. Here we go. Twenty percent, oh. and a forty-six percent. Uh, how many? Rate. How many? How many runners though? Probably half of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't, haven't got that. I'm just going off percentages. I know no, you're just looking at numbers. You're numbers quality. Man. I'm a quality. Yeah, you're man. affiliated with the Waterhouse yeah, Stables. I am. All this a sort of shit through. But I just, I, I feel like it's a bit of a cop out when it's just like, yeah, I won the best train in the world, but I also just completely flooded every race with any horse I could chuck at it. Oh, did you see the nominations for um for Saturday? 
the uh, benchmark 88 handicap, 2,400 metres there at Ramwick. Uh, the nominations are 13 noms, and it's uh, as follows by trainer. Yep. Chris Waller, 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 Jamie Thompson, Brent Stanley. Ridiculous. So good luck to the boys. That's 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 what eleven to thirteen, complete. And you wonder how like he has a monopoly on the game. Well, that that goes back to what I was saying last week about Godolphin with their Golden Slipper nominations. Got one hundred and forty. I think the next closest is one hundred and five. Yeah, but there's Peters out. Like that's that's locked in. He's gonna have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the very most, like nine. And you got like Jamie Thompson and Brent Stanley up against uh, over twenty five minutes. It's it it strikes me as really odd that. A, tr- a state so big can't have a horse that's an 88 benchmark or at least they're in crazy th- hey th- that can stay crazy like, it's like no one is training stayers at all but Chris Waller bar yeah. your two or three little punters yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. a very odd well, well that's 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 the constant argument isn't it it's like every horse you're looking up at the the sales these days they're all two year old type this yep. type yep. You, you, you're rare to find a good staying type yeah Take take it from the Kerry Parker mold, which is uh, if they're too slow to sprint, you make him stay. Yeah. Why aren't they doing that? Like there's yeah. there's no Lees. He's got a hundred yeah. in work. You've got no Bjorn Bakers. You've got no Godolphin. There's no is, horses. Is the Australian stayer dead? Not in Chris Wallace Barnard, eh? Yeah, but <laughs> can 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 we can we bring back some real good Aussie stayers? What from well, the well, grave? Na- name name some. No, no, like like. I, I think our bloodlines are just becoming really short and sharp. They are, yeah. Well, that's our yeah. niche. That's yeah. that's what I'm saying. Is like, yeah. will, will we see a reemergence of the Australian state? I think the uh, the if you want to really deep dive into the rabbit hole, it's that uh, our tracks don't really accommodate it. We have got sharp, fast tracks, you know, our good threes and whatnot. Whereas English stayers are all on that heavy dower stuff. They're trained mm-hmm. accordingly. A lot of trainers train to train horses to sprint. A lot of them. It's very like Destiny's Kiss doesn't do a great deal of long, long work. It just does its sprint work and just happens to have a high rev. Um, we'll move on. Uh, we've got Victoria, Craig Williams. Congratulations, Craig. Another one for the Willow. Uh, gets panned every single week, yeah, week in, week out for does, eh? an entire 12 months. And then he <laughs> wins a Victorian Premiership and they forget all about that. And then they start panning him and everything gets willowed uh, probably in uh, August 2nd. Poor guy. Um, Ethan Brown, shout out to him. Uh, Darren Weir affiliated Ethan Brown. And uh, this is what I like about Craig Williams, that he, he's not really entrenched in Darren Weir's camp. But he still managed to win the premiership, so we will salute him forever, man. I like we like our guys. You know, they get knocked down and get back up. Well, that's almost like with Brenton, Brenton Duller. Absolutely, well. he's, he's, yeah. He's, he's doesn't really have anything to do no, with Waller no. Camp. It's all um, no, he, Hugh he, Bowman and uh, yep. and uh, uh, Karen McAvoy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like this is this is honestly a testament to Brenton's both work ethic uh, and his uh, his. He was because he was there last year. Like he yeah. was right on the cusp there last year, and anyone can go. Oh shit! I had it and lost it. And he was said himself he was dejected, and uh, he knew he thought he had it in the bag and didn't ride very well the, the culminating month. Uh, and then he's come out this year and, and um, uh, turned the tides. Won a slipper, hasn't returned our calls. <laughs> hasn't been on the show. I reckon it'll really wrap up his year if he actually comes on off the bit. That that'll sum it up. I think once he gets back from his holiday and he's got fresh. When's he back? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. I'll just keep calling until he doesn't answer. Really, <laughs> we're like those annoying, annoying chicks. Like he hooked up with Mm-mm. us once at the party. Now we just well, won't he leave hasn't him alone. even. Oh, he kind of did. Yeah, he kind of did. Uh, so yeah, and Darren, we are also trainer of the year. No big surprise there. Congratulations. Yeah. Four hundred and twenty wins to two hundred and twenty. So basically, doubled the nearest rival, which was 
uh, Hayes Hayes Dabenig. Incredible. Speaking about uh, Hayes Hayes Dabenig and, and co-trainers, so um, Kira Ma has just uh, signed up as a co-trainer. Why is everyone co-training at the moment? I don't get the younger ones um, doing co-training. Uh, it could be they, they want more of a lifestyle. I don't know. you you got to be at the stables every day. Having that co-trainer gives you something to bounce off a bit, I yep. guess. Um, I don't think it's all about success. It's more about lifestyle for them now. Yep. Um, look at look at Gay. Got Ado on. None of her kids wanted to be involved, really. Mm. Um, went out. She supports young people. Got Ado on. Super young. Yep. Train him up. Um keep that stable alive, you know. Yeah. I think that's a good thing. Kirima, don't really know, going to say lifestyle. Okay, yeah. That's my take. Mm. Why, why would I do it? That That's the only reason I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's very strange, but it's it's a, it's a common theme. I don't know, it's not like they're like joining forces. I think it's just like a trainer's way of going, you know what, I'm getting super lazy and this is all too much and I'm handling too much of my own and just co-training just shelve all of that load onto that other person and then they should go and live their life and just go and have coffees and shit with owners. That's what I'd do anyway. Uh, WA, we move on. William Pike. Uh, that's, no, a, that's a massive surprise, that one. I know, yeah, yeah. I, I like reading these ones when you're going through the stats and like you see something like Willie Pike or Weir or Waller and it says like winner of 2017-18, Willie Pike, previous winner, and this is Willie Pike. Like, yeah. <laughs> Of course, like for the it's last that eight years. in high school that just won everything. Yeah, yeah, he's doing super. Uh, another uh, fact there: one hundred and forty-seven to ninety stats-wise yeah. as winners to uh, the next the next winner, which is Chris Parnham. Taylor Stone, congratulations, young yeah. girl. She got uh, female apprentice to win over there as a female apprentice is also very big because uh, for the last uh, maybe ten years, uh, Neville Parnham's had three sons and they've all won them. So basically, yeah, she's. Right. Yeah, so, so basically the partners were having kids and just like farming the system of apprentices <laughs> and and someone had to come through They're and doing like... doing a Chris Waller of jockeys, yeah, yeah, eh? absolutely, yeah. It's like, there's another boy. Oh, cool, he'll win the premiership. So well done to her, breaking that little mould there, um, doing super as well. She was actually started out at uh, uh, Kurt Goldman or um, Danny Williams' place as an apprentice out of Goldman. So she's done well. Uh, Adam Durant, trainer. Uh, Brisbane, Jeff Lloyd, the old Jeff man, his last, uh, uh, happy retirement, Jeff Lloyd. Going to miss seeing you bounce all over their backs. Uh, Jag, Gutham and Chester, probably the greatest name ever for a, an apprentice. Um, Jag, what's Jag? your name? Jag. Jag, Gutham and Chester, hyphen, hyphen, hyphen. We love a hyphen. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, and Tony Gollum. And South Aussie, Jamie Carr, Tony McAvoy, and there was an apprentice there, but we couldn't find it. So mm. please tweet us at, at <laughs> underscore, <laughs> underscore the bit, because uh, I dead said You've heard it all it. before. We're little J journalists. We uh, are little J. There was, I was watching somewhere that they used that same analogy. It wasn't for journalists. It was like, we're only little little something. Oh, really? So I was like kind of undermined what they did. Yeah. But I was it like, wasn't like in a sauna where they were like, we're just little penises. <laughs> no. No? It doesn't happen around me. But. No, no, no. Well, they, they, I didn't say us. No. Uh, not me. God, no. <laughs> Swinging dicks. Uh, NRL. We can talk about, okay, so we don't have Hubie. As we, as, as Hubie, Hubie's in, in a bit of trouble. The press statement alluded to it. Uh, he come under fire for just maybe three sentences. He he does have a lot of leeway. Like this is, um, I'm, I'm, in the position I'm in, it's really hard for me to figure whether I want to do it myself. Or whether I just leave it to Hubie, who's an absolute loose cannon. Um, just, so I, just being, maybe we put it to the people. Do we? Um, do we? Do, keep do, do we censor Hubie a little bit, or do we? Do we let him keep going, or do we just let Hubie retire? Well, he can't say. <laughs> so there's that. Okay. 
Yellow man. So, time stamp. Um, <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, but uh, speaking speaking of you can't do things, let's move on to the NRL. <laughs> and this is the biggest story uh, that broke out maybe Sunday morning and it took a little while to get through the tabloids. But Brian Fletcher, uh, from everyone knows from the footy show, funny guy, <laughs> Matty John show, uh, you know. Loves to wind up. A, 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 Australian, uh, New South Wales, test representative, state representative. Highly accomplished, a joker in himself, but he was caught up in a in a drug controversy. And we've got the audio for you here. This will explain everything, and we'll talk about it later. Look who I'm selling bags to! Don't say that, Fletch. No, we don't say that. We're just someone's hanging out because I've got a cab driver. I know who this cab driver is. I got an Uber. I'm selling an Uber. This is the man. Look who I'm selling bags to. <laughs> Holy shit, man. That was absolutely <laughs> unreal. Uh, for everyone who doesn't know, it's like rugby league <laughs> guy, uh, Fletch. So what happened was basically this guy, there's two sides of the story. I'm going to take my take for it, which <laughs> is the fact that he was probably at late at night on a weekend trying to solicit drugs from someone who happened to be themselves under the influence of said drug and actually very jovial and not coherent and said, here, have, just check out this photo. I'll get a selfie with me and you and put it on record on Snapchat and said, look who I'm selling bags to, Fletch. And F- don't say that. Yeah, and Fletch goes, no, don't say that. And then this is where I know Fletch, Fletch panicked because he said, no, no, we're just hanging out. <laughs> then he said, no, no, I'm in a taxi. Then he said, no, no, I'm in an Uber. So when you scram, you know when like, uh, have you ever like got home and your missus being like, where, where were you? Well, don't who's on your phone? Have you ever been in that situation where like someone's like, what the hell is going yeah. on there? And you scramble and you start just like verbalizing, just verbiage, verbiage, verbiage. <laughs> Verbal diarrhea. Yeah, exactly. That's what he was doing. He went Mate, through every excuse the in the book. The panic on his face is phenomenal. The, the, the stupid thing about this though, the drug dealer puts his own bloody face Should in. never. Yeah. <laughs> Mate. Yeah. Surely on his, you're on getting his own done. Snapchat. Why Why do people believe that a, an app that lets you take facial recognitions of yourself so that you can use the filters and then can be st- stored for like, uh, uh, for research purposes, think that this app is just a great way to just blatantly <laughs> uh, blow drug use all around the place? It's, it's a bizarre, bizarre thing. But when you're under the influence of drugs, apparently... You do things that you wouldn't normally do sober. I think a lot so of like Fletch are... wouldn't normally get into a taxi, Uber, friend's place to chill, car, and then go, oh, shit. Um, no, I don't want drugs, but I don't want drugs. Put the phone away. It just goes he to still show, bought like... It. He still bought it. No, yeah, for, <laughs> for sure. It just goes to show, like, all footy players, no matter how nice they are, they're all sort of like the same person, you know? They all yeah. get up to mischief. Like, I was with one, I'm not going to name who, the other week. And I definitely know for a fact that they were up to no good. Yeah. That's standard. That's not like, it's like, uh, well, look, Demi Lovato's in bloody rehab now. Or, is she? Yeah, yeah she, she overdosed. She overdosed nearly dead. Did she really? Yeah, yeah. Christ. Yeah, real bad. Called the ambulance and everything. Herself? Oh, no, she was found <laughs> incoherent at midday. Midday? Yeah. Oh, what a loose unit. Yeah, so there you go. So it's, it's basically like in any entertainment. Demi look, drugs, We would be remiss to th- even think of the notion that drugs aren't in the system, in, the, in society. Like, really. But it's just fun. It's just bad when a guy like Heine, uh, Fletch, who's so, like, funny and exuberant and, um, he's you know, he, he doesn't pull punches. He, he makes takes the piss out of himself. But he's basically put in, the, in this position by this dude who basically snitch on yourself, 101, never do that. Two, never record. 
A lot of these, a lot of these rugby league and football players always seem to do their narcotics while people are just in the background filming. I never yeah. get that. Even Mitchell Pierce <laughs> or piss the... in your mouth. Like, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bud, you got your camera? Yeah, cool. I'm just gonna piss in my mouth for yeah. a second. Make sure you capture. I'm it. gonna make sure I fuck up my entire career. Yeah, three times over. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. I don't get it. But there, there has to be some sort of people in place. You, they, you need to roll with like a. PR person or security guard that's going to go, uh, no, Fletch, don't get in the car with that guy because he's got his camera out. Mate, how many times have you been on the piss and somebody's gone, oh, mate, that's don't, not a good idea. Don't do something. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Don't climb that palm Every, tree everything's and jump from a good the roof, idea. Casey. No, you will never make it. <laughs> everything's the best idea. Did I make it? Had. Damn right I made just, it. Just what I was telling you before, last night, did a little bit of online shopping, had a few vinos and oh, this is brought, myself, brought myself this a... This uh, Listen to this guy. We're just talking a about... A baby group pot plant. A pot plant. And yeah, a bonsai but, but tree. like, hey, would, I, do, make, would I do that right now? You can't no, make a simile I'm just between... saying that, like, you, you do stupid shit. I'm not saying that it's the same as taking drugs. <laughs> oh, hey, guys. So you guys talk about <laughs> taking drugs when you're drunk? Man, should have seen what I got up to last <laughs> night. I was online shopping and bought a bonsai tree this and a Groot, a baby Groot <laughs> baby pop Groot. plant. That's lame, man. I'm wild, dude. That is wild. Stop me. Let's get into some segments then. Uh, we've got our first one, a little quick shot in before we get into our hardcore segments is Schoolham. LeBron James just opened up a school today in Akron, Ohio, where he grew up, which is a little bit uh, left of center for people with a lot of money to do, but he did so the, for the community and just... Uh, a little bit of uh, insight as to why LeBron he James that. is a good bloke, hey? Yeah, like, like he, I never used to really vibe him, but now it's like, yeah, you 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 you're just a winner. Yeah, well, uh, it's for people that it's, I think it was uh, a school that houses 240 people. It goes, uh, it operates longer than a normal school to keep uh, students uh, in school and out of the streets. Uh, it has a lot of uh, in and out. Uh, in 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 class activities and out to keep them uh, their minds active, uh, the school provides services to families, which include job placement, which is always a great thing, um, and on-site food bank that allow parents to pick out foods they can prepare at home. LeBron James uh, often credits his bicycle as a huge factor in his childhood that gave him an escape and kept him out of trouble. So every student gets a bike. Wow. Great, great initiative. Like yeah, just yeah, good. You read it. that. Uh, there's a uh, if you haven't seen it online or at least Google. Uh, LeBron we'll James School. It's it. Yeah, it is. I read it and then I reread it because you read it in the in the sort of uh, rich person doing a good thing, and you think it's for pompous kids or whatever. But it, it's not. It's for grassroots. It's for young kids to make a make a living for themselves. It's a great read. I'm definitely posting that. Um, Speaking so that's, that's of uh, great athletes, yes. First segment. I want to I want to compare a pair. Compares the yeah, markets. Okay. Right. Yep. I know I got you to do a little bit of research before, and I didn't tell yep. you why. Yep. But I'm going to compare Tom Brady's diet and, and sort of daily routine against... The goat. Yeah, the goat against a not so... I, he's the goat. <laughs> he is a goat in yeah. a different sort of way. Yeah, Hunter so S. Thompson. So we, we're going to compare Tom Brady and Hunter S. Thompson, all right? And this is their so diets, their daily let, routine. Let, let me just take you through uh, Tom Brady. 6 a.m. So immediately. This is his daily diet? This is his daily diet. Go. Immediately wakes up and has 20 ounces of water and electrolytes. Mm-hmm. So with his water, all the time, electrolytes, extra electrolytes in your water. Bang. That happens. Then he goes on to a smoothie. Has uh, blueberries, bananas, uh, nuts. It's like high, dense. It's like this goop yeah. that he, he, it, it, he chugs inter- down. Interesting. He doesn't, he doesn't eat strawberries. They believe strawberries are bad for him. 
Yeah, but he'll have blueberries. So it's, so it's funny wow. that like he won't let a strawberry pass his lips, but he'll let yeah. his son's tongue. No coffee or rebel. Um, more water with electrolytes during his morning workout. Following his morning workout, he has a protein shake with a scoop of his self-branded protein powder, almond milk, and yes, more electrolytes. Uh, then up until lunchtime, he snacks on his own branded TB12 snacks. Yeah. Um, about $50 worth. They, they make that quite specific. Absolutely. So yeah. He's, uh, yeah. He, he, $50 he's, per, per serving. He's going with his own brand here. Uh, lunch, he has a piece of fish, always with a lot of vegetables. Um, just Right, he's got two rules here. He never eats proteins with carbs. Mm-hmm. And he and when he's mixing proteins and uh, proteins and carbs with vegetables, it's ideal because it makes your digestion better because it's more alkalizing. Like it's crazy the thought that this guy's gone into his, his, uh, his diet. Um, mostly vegetables between two and five p.m. He snacks again on his own TB12. You know, yep. it's pretty much the same sh- same stuff he's eating over and over again. Then he gets down to dinner, right? Yeah. Uh, dinner happens at six p.m. every night. Bang. Sharp, militant. Bang. Yep. Boom. Imagine being his kids, oh. little 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 buddy. Before we hook up later on, get here. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody doesn't doesn't remember uh, Tom Brady kissing his kid before yeah. the, the Super yeah, Bowl? I think they've got it. Um, more nutrient dense with lots of vegetables. Um, doesn't we, before we hook up later. <laughs> this, this is this is one of my favorite things, right? He doesn't drink tea or grog, but loves a cup of bone broth. Yeah, yuck. Right. Okay, like delicious in a meal. I don't think there's two more disgusting words put together than bone, bone and, and broth. Yeah, um, plenty of chicken, duck, grass-fed steak, wild salmon. He just eats all day. He's like he a just, cow. He's, he's an absolute machine. Works yeah. out. Um, uh, yeah, that's about it. You'd hate to be his kids, wouldn't you? Where in that are they finding time to be kids? I imagine they run to the pantry like, oh, can I have a Freddo frog? No, <laughs> mate, just come over here. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right now, listen, bud. What you have to do is eat some wheatgrass, okay, and then go and fucking run two laps of the Can backyard. Can you just do that kiss noise again for us? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. he's and just come back and kiss your dad. as fuck. He does his... suicide drills with his kids, like they run up and touch the wall and come back and kiss him. Well, do you see him? He um he was doing a training a pre pre training video and he outruns his kid. Yeah, get tougher, little yeah, Timmy. Yeah, 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 only just got big. He's a slow up. fella, isn't he? But he must be healthy from like head to toe. Absolutely. His hair must have their own heartbeat. Like yeah. it's just crazy how his body he must is be. like because he doesn't lift weights at all. Is another thing about him. This guy, if everyone doesn't know Tom Brady, five time NF uh, and NFL Super Bowl champion, been in the league eighteen years. Questions it. If anybody, if anybody, mate, doesn't you know never know. Everybody you never knows. Know. People out there don't know who you are. That's yeah. That's, that's extreme. Yeah, isn't it? Um, let's compare the pair. Then, so I'm going to go with um, Hunter, Hunter S. Thompson. S. Thompson. Let's now, give a background because a lot of people know might him. know Hunter S. Thompson. Yep. There's a movie called Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, yep. and it is a basically a recount of Both his of time he went to Vegas. And on the way in, he's seeing bats. He's high on mescaline. He's, he's a well-known journalist that had a penchant for abstract gonzo <laughs> journalism, which was very serious at the time. He was actually quite successful as a journo yep. doing that. Really good But writer. he also had a very, very heavy, heavy <laughs> drug problem. So, um, and good friends of Johnny Depp and uh, probably anyone in Hollywood. So let's go for him. So 3 p.m., rise. That's when yep. you're up. 3 p.m., rise. That's when you're up. Yep. As opposed to Tom Brady. Yep. Uh, 3.05, uh, smash a Shivaz Regal with the morning paper and a Dunhill cigarette or Dunnies. 
345. So let that sink in for about half an hour, maybe. And now then have some cocaine. Uh, 350, another glass of shivers and a Dunhill, bang, chain smoking on his way. 405, first cup of coffee. So he basically gets up at three and takes a whole hour to have a coffee, whereas we're normal humans are opposite. First cup of coffee, another Dunhill. Uh, 415, cocaine. 416, orange juice and a Dunhill. Really hits the dung as hard, doesn't he? He does. Uh, four thirty cocaine, four forty five cocaine, five oh five cocaine. Really turns five, it up there, doesn't he? Yeah, like bit uh, of transmitting music going on at the he, time. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it might five oh seven call Fletch. I think it says five <laughs> eleven uh, <laughs> coffee and Dunhills. Um, Dunhills, that's plural, so that's got to be more. Uh, five thirty nine more ice in the shivers. Cocaine again at 5.45. We get to 6 p.m. This is back when to, um, when Tom's having dinner. He's only been up for three hours, mind <laughs> yeah, you. That's a, that's a lot. Tom's had a full day already, and he's been up for three hours, and all he's done is drink shivers, smoke cigarettes, yeah. and snort cocaine. Now it, gets, now it gets funky. We get funky, brother. He's, he's turning 6 up, 6 p.m., Tom Brady's dinner time. Uh, our man Hunter S. Thompson is having some weed just to take the edge off, mellow him out a little bit. 7.05, so it's a whole hour. So that weed was just like a long hour yeah. of drawn-out uh, mediocrity. Uh, 7.05, Woody Creek Tavern uh, for lunch. Oh, he's having lunch at 7. That's great. A Heineken, two margaritas, two cheeseburgers, two Oreos of fries, a plate of tomatoes, coleslaw, has a bunch of food, really. Bean fritters has a... I don't know how he eats after like four hours of cocaine. <laughs> oh, how does he do that? How's his heart still going? Uh, he has a snow cone, a glass of shredded ice over which has poured three or four... Jiggers of shivers regular. Uh, nine o'clock, start snorting cocaine seriously. I love that part of it. Yeah, <laughs> Not dabbling. He's not having little droplets here. Uh, 10 o'clock, he drops some acid. acid. 11 p.m., chartreuse cocaine and some more weed. You know what chartreuse is? Yeah, it's a... It, it's like high-proof alcohol. Yeah. It will knock you on your ass. And lights your throat up as it goes yep. down too. It's nasty shit. 11.30, uh, cocaine, etc., etc. That's my favorite <laughs> part. So 12... This is 12 midnight, so his timeline has been really ramped up. So it's 12 midnight. Hunter S. Thompson is ready to write. That is just crazy. So he was always known for his abstract uh, left sort of skewed views with the way he was a journalist. And now you know why, because he was absolutely full to his tip. Um, from 12 to 6 a.m., just a whole bunch of arbiturates uh, into the hot tub at 6 a.m. And the has a sleep. At, yeah, hot tub. Yeah, hot tub. Oh, no. The hot tub, yeah, champagne, Dove bars, fettuccine Alfredo, bang. Got to <laughs> smash the pasta, get your carbs up. See, Tom Brady, if you want to get your carbs up, sit in the hot tub so you're burning your metabolism and you're smashing the um, carbs with some Dove bars and some, uh, like, heroin. And then uh, 8.20 a.m., he's ready to sleep. And this guy was a well-renowned journalist and died from a single gunshot wound inflicted to his head because he was absolutely a mess. Wild. Who wins? Compare the pair. Compares the bear. Is your market? Compares the mutants. Who wins the market in that Who sense? Who wins the mutants? Uh, I would say that Tom Brady would be the market for upper echelon excellence. <laughs> and higher than that is Hunter S. Thompson for upper upper echelon excellence in just being the most guyest guy ever. Live to 67 as well. Yeah. Yeah, where you consider the people that go for a run at 50 healthy have a heart attack in the park. Yeah. So Wild. well done to him. Okay, now we've got a segment called, we'd like to do in our top five, a little bit of a roundtable discussion. This is uh, top five Netflix series. Uh, big time, Ben, you're on the mic. You're going to join us for this one? Hey, how's it going? Hey. hey. How about every two that Reese and I go, you go with one? 
Yeah, sure. How sure. about that? We'll do a little bit of snake draft. Well, I, I was going to go do my top five from number five and do a countdown to number one. Ben, do you have five? Oh, um... It won't work. Yeah, maybe. Ben, ben we'll just get you to do the honourable mentions then. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. All right, we'll start there. I'll start from the top. I'm, my number one, I'm going to go the OG uh, from Netflix is Making a Murderer, Stephen Avery, Brendan Dassey. Still in uh, lock-up, uh, definite setup. Uh, that's my... That, I'll watch that in like two most, days. But most, that's, that's like a go-to. If you've got Netflix, boom, yeah. you've seen that. Yeah, when everyone says, what, i just got Netflix, what I'll watch... Making murder. Well, I'm going to go from the other end, so we're going to cross over here. Yep. My uh, number five, it's called Dark Net. It's a, mm. a, a series about um, just the way the internet and like uh, social media and stuff works. So there's an episode where it's about kids that are addicted to online porn, and in the same episode, there's a guy that's using technology to. Um, he's basically Stephen Hawking's capacity and yeah. can only use his thumb, but. Um, he's using social media to go rock climbing and all this sort of stuff. Like yeah, people okay. hook it up and he sort of sits there and goes rock climbing with them and stuff. So it's, it's a really cool, cool sort of series. Uh, big time, Ben. Give us one. Uh, shooter. Oh, how yeah. good is it? Yeah. Shooter, awesome. Yeah. It's, it's, it's in uh, go- military guy, gets set up. Yeah, it's a spin-off of the movie with uh, Ryan Felipe, I think, yeah? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched the first three episodes and I was like, because I'm a big fan of the shoot of the movies, especially with uh, Kate Mara that we discussed with the redheads. And uh, I just love anything my work, wild books. But yeah, um, I watched the first and I was like, look, I'm not getting in this. After the first season, I was like, man, it is the real deal. Great yeah, awesome choice. Show. Great uh, choice. Third season, I think, just just came out. Yep, yep. Haven't started it, but me very, either. very eager. To Absolutely. It. It's, it's That's my big tip. It's a very sleeper one. Not many people are kind of onto that, but yeah. Well, I, I haven't seen it, so now I'm going home to watch it. Mate, Thank it you is, off the bit. Yes. <laughs> we are, we are the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to go. My second is Rick and Morty. It's my one of my favorite things ever to, to do with um, Netflix. They're great. Great comedy, great cartoon. Very, they keep you waiting too. It's it's hilarious. It's, it's like the new Simpsons, I find anyway. I only watched it for the first time the other day. Yeah, what do you think? I watched the whole yeah. whole whole series. It's incredible in one, yeah. one, one sitting. So good. Just, just nailed it. Time? Time? Yeah. At first, it took me a while to get into it, and I was just like, oh. Yeah. And then, especially when he's like, Ugh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this is a bit. Yeah, it's great. Bit, but then you get into it, and it's it, it's funny and it's witty. Yeah. Oh, it's geez, really Rick. witty. Uh, have, have you noticed, uh, big time, have you noticed that it's a correlation between that and Back to the Future? And Back to the Future? Yeah. Uh, so you got the Doc, which is yeah, Rick, yeah, 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 and doc. Marty, which is Morty. Oh, really? Right. And they time travel. Missed that. Yeah, yeah. really? Yeah. Oh, I, I thought it was plain as day. Uh, well, that's mine. My yep. number four, uh, it's called Bright. Now, it's only one episode at the moment, so it's like a mini series they're doing, mm-hmm. a Netflix original. Um, and it's supposed to span over three or four. Uh, oh, this is episodes. not that stupid thing with the weird cops that one was. Yeah. Did you yeah, like yeah. that? I, I, I like that because it's a really good good play on society. Joel Edgerton Le- 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 was in it. Yeah, I, I didn't like it. Yeah, I, I, so I like, like they they were the the it's setting Will, was like Will, orcs, Will Smith. orcs and yeah. stuff, and they're yeah. the minorities. Will and Smith stuff. and Joel Edgerton and yeah, yep. okay, I All like right. it. All right, um, back to you, Big Tom. Uh, the one hundred. Yeah. Well yeah. done. Yeah, uh, I thought the first two seasons were really entertaining. the The current season's a bit slow. Okay, um, I haven't heard that yeah. one. Um, why don't you quick give me a quick rundown? The one hundred. Uh, the world is radioactive. Uh, a small population of the 
the Earth goes into space for a hundred years. Yep. Uh, they oh. send a, just a hundred people. Oh no no no! no. Um, they send uh, prisoner kids yep. uh, down to the Earth after a hundred years. They they all they know is the spaceship. Yeah. Because they've been born on the spaceship. Blah, blah, blah. They send these delinquents down to Earth to see if they will survive. Yeah. Okay. Will that they sounds... die from radiation? Will they live? We'll leave it. We'll leave it at that. that we don't want to ruin really it for the people. And so on. Is it so? It's thrilling. Like each episode, it drags you in. Yeah. Got to click yeah, on yeah. another one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. it's, um, it's it's good from the from episode one. It's yeah. it's very You're engaging. Next. I like it. Yeah. Um, it was snake draft, is it? Yeah. Didn't I just go? Uh, Sinner, man. Sinner. You haven't seen Sinner? I haven't seen Sinner. Big time. No. Watch the first two minutes of Sinner. That's Sinner. all you need to do. Okay. If anyone hasn't watched Sinner, it's one of those ones where you're thumbing through, you're looking through Netflix, don't feel like this. Watch the first two minutes of Sinner and then game over. Lights out. Let's leave it at that because I'm going to go home and do that. Yep. Uh, that is my are... tip, honestly. I'm up to three. Uh, Manhunt, Unibomber. Yes. It, it will grab you by the balls and hang you there all night. That was it. was super addictive for me. Wow. What a story, I, 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 I always heard about the Unibomber, never knew who it was, and it gives a great insight yep. into the Unibomber. And uh, who's the actor that plays him? He plays Vision in... Um, in uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, the Paul, Avengers Paul well. Bettany. Paul Bettany. Yep. I did not realise it me was Paul either. Bettany. No. I was just like, wow. Have you seen it? Big time? No, no. Really One good. The, yeah, so it's a true story, obviously, but it really just follows him because he's a genius. He's a mathematical genius. Yep. And uh, went to war and... Oh, we won't spoil it. But God damn, that's good. Jesus, yep. this, is a great, this is a great segment. Benny again? Uh, Black Mirror? Heard about it, haven't got into it. Oh, oh um, very, uh, uh, very complex, very multi-layered, very, yeah. um, very dark. Okay. Very dark. Is um, it... Is it um, have you ever seen... Westworld, I know that's got nothing to do with Netflix, but Westworld? No. Okay, that thing's just impossible to follow and I can't get into it because it's just like, bleh. So Black, right. Black Mirror is a series of kind of one, it's it's kind of like hour-length uh, single episodes. Yeah. Just a, okay. individually themed, so you yep. can jump in anywhere, watch oh. any of them, but they're, they're very, um, they're just like plays on technology and... What's happening in the future? Is this the one where they were using a ranking system or yeah, a social yeah. ranking system, and China's like trying to do the same thing? Yeah, as yeah. well or yeah, something. That's that episode. Yep. Yeah. Okay. That's heavy. Who's going? Snake you are. I'm caught. Uh, Ozark, loved it. You haven't seen? Come on, man. <laughs> Explain, man. You haven't seen Ozark? Explain. Jason Bateman, his uh, directorial debut. Over on Jason Bateman from Earth yeah, Development yeah. from. Uh, uh, from everything, basically, um, Juno. He uh, so it's uh, a premise that he is a he's a money launderer. His sole job is to get money from the, the from the mobs, and go through his process of money laundering, which is like dead set the old school way of putting money in the laundry, crumpling up your bills <laughs> so that you can't mark them and stuff like that. Uh, he has something goes wrong. I can't elaborate too much, but he ends up with a bulk m- amount of millions and and a very small town called called Ozark. And he has to filter his money through that town. And the way he does it is fucking incredible. Yeah, right. Yeah. All right, number two, I'm going to take it back to a bit more of a lighthearted thing. Big Mouth. Oh, Any, anybody the seen Big Mouth? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a bit like Bojack Horseman. Like I played it no, and just gone. Yeah. yeah? I, I loved it. So it's a play on like pu- puberty. Yeah. It's like the thing called puberty. It's like, oh, yeah, let's keep going with that. Oh. It's like this really horny, big, dirty. It's mad. Watch it. It's okay. funny. I'll give it, I'll give it a go. Just because yeah. you're suggesting it. Uh, big big time. Uh, Stranger Things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I had that there. You took mine. God damn it. Oh, Stranger Things too. You can keep that shit. Huh? 
Uh, it was terrible. You, you didn't like the sequel? No. You didn't did like you, the, the did second second instalment? No. Oh, we've got the uh, the the third instalments coming out at the end of this year. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Did you yeah. like the second one, Big Tom? Yeah, yeah, loved it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of. I was like, I got through the second, and I was like, okay, I'm done. I didn't think I didn't see anything there that really jumped out and grabbed me. Um, now that you've taken mine, I'll have to go the staircase. Yep, solid. Embrace debate. Did she do it? Did Did he do it? How's the owl, man? The owl theory. The owl theory. That's the, one of the weirdest. That's even <laughs> with making the murder and uh, uh, what was the other one that um, Amanda Knox story. There's a few there, but this one was just so perplexing that. And it's captivating that they had a. Um, it's a documentary, and it's it's. Filmed in person right from the get go of yeah. the trial, you which see is more like age, yeah. crazy. But it's really interesting to see how the defence goes around uh, cultivating cultivating the argument. Yeah, very. Um, that's uh, that's yeah. mine. That was me. Right. My number one, and it's for all of our sports fans out there. Mm-hmm. It's called Blue State, Blue Mountain State. Yes. Okay. It's about college football. Yep. I think you get to see them play one game of football the entire time. Yep. The rest of it is just them having it's sex. Hilarious. And it, it's, it is hilarious. To name a few of the episodes, uh, we've got The Fingering, Controversy, Born Again, Oil Change, The C Word, Nerds, and uh, Deborah. Uh, got any honourable mentions there, Yellow Man? No, nah, man, that's pretty much... Uh, I'm moon under winners and losers. But. I, I've got two that I really want to put out there. Peaky Blinders. Um, oh, yeah, it's, of it's up there with one of my all-time favourite shows. It's everything I'm sort of about. It's got horse racing, it's violence, gambling, yeah. drinks, whiskey. Cockney accents. Still haven't seen him eat one thing this entire time. Um, the only shit thing is that they don't have season four on there. It's only season three. Mm-hmm. And uh, The Alienist, which is a really cool um, one on, like... The 1800s detectives yep. trying to sort out this dude that's eating little boys. Okay. Ooh, so, Jesus, what? Yeah. All right. There you go. Wow. Winners and losers. That's off the bit does Netflix. <laughs> okay. My uh, winners and losers. My winner, my first winner is uh, backhanded compliments. Rolls-Royce is one of my favorite things ever. I found a resurgence like, like, with this. You're so cute, Casey, with that, with how short you are. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, you, you, you're cute for a little guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, or you look you're like man, you look massive. Yeah. Calves is thin, but you know, <laughs> just just one of those. Just uh, so it's only made a resurgence with uh, or, or so, something like um, you're a dickhead champ. You know, where they're addressing you sound, like sound like my old man. Where they're, where they're addressing you like nicely at the end of it, but giving you an absolute roasting at the start of it. So <laughs> this has only made a resurgence. Uh, it's always been around, I guess, but it's very much more prevalent now with uh, Donald Trump being elected and the and the availability of Twitter, which uh, everyone knows that he's a, you know, uh, he gets hammered with abuse, but they always seem to do it with a little bit of like, they always address him with sir, like basically. So it's like, resign please, sir, which is like a tame <laughs> one, but it's like, or uh, you're a racist piece of shit, sir. Just, uh, just like, because they've got to toe the it's line. Like because the it's like the naughty boys Trump. in the principal's office. Yeah. Being like he punched me in the face first, yeah. sir. Yeah. Go fuck yourself, sir. Uh, I've got a loser. Yeah. Tinder. Oh, okay. Ooh. Look, I don't have Tinder, but, oh, I, I was, bullshit. but I was playing around with my mates the other day. I had Tinder previously, right? Didn't really work out for me. But um, I was having a, having a, having a swipe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, on the hot seat now, aren't you? I was having a, I was having yeah, a swipe. Yeah, face goes. I was having a swipe and 
there's just a shitload of ads on there, and like then you can now lock it into like your own location, and people oh, can come yeah. find you. It's getting a bit too much. They're like in, intrusive into your life. Yeah, Tinder, you want it to be Tinder. The simplicity was good. I wanted yeah. to get on there. I wanted to do a bit of like online shopping with my my women. You know, it's like I might oh. not want to buy oh, it. Whoa, but whoa, whoa, it's just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> online. Sure, you did not say that. I did. All right. Um. Yeah. So they they. Putting ads in between every swipe? Not every swipe, but there's like ads that pop up. Like What's I want to go, go on like a holiday or something. It's like, Jesus, why do you think I'm on here? I want to find somebody to go on holiday <laughs> with. Like, not that so, many people are using it to find somebody, but yeah. So there's like, so you, you swipe right on, say, like uh, Lexi is just a stunning <laughs> Lexi. Line. And then it comes up like Caribbean Cruise and you just, they're thinking you're going to put them two together <laughs> and be like, hey. I was just thinking like, because it's subliminal messages. I think they could market it better. It should be like swipe right. Ad for condoms or something like that. Yeah. Like, like target or, your marketing better. Or they should, like, throw in, like, a ticket, that, like a winning ticket, like Charlie and Chocolate Factory. When you swipe right, you and her win a ticket on the cruise. Oh, we got something for you Tinder like that? here. Pitch that. That's a little bit good, Pitch eh? It. I might be the, the Willy Wonka of that. <laughs> Meet him on the boat. Come with me, children. <laughs> oh. oh, hang on. That's bad. No, it's good. <laughs> and on this is going that, south, man. We, that we've note. done so well, too. Uh, I've got a loser. Uh, was that a loser or a winner? That you? was a loser. Uh, like, my I, loser is Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook. Zuckerberg? Zuckerberg. 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 Yeah, that's how fat kids eat. Um, hungry Jacks. Um, so, <laughs> so... Facebook has lost 17 billion lately because Facebook is a dying art. Twitter has taken over. How many? Facebook's How many? 17 million dollars. <laughs> no, Mr. Bigglesworth, you don't eat Daryl Kitty. Oh, no, that was no mini me. Oh, well, anyway. Uh, so, yeah, Zuckerberg's on his way down. Stocks in Facebook are plummeting as everything goes up, and it uh, comes at the same time. How that much Jeff, is he worth now? $85 billion. I was just about to get that. Oh, poor bugger. Yeah, poor guy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And pretty sure that they'd have a tax bracket there where these losses in stakes and shares get sort of uh, found in the wasteland. They don't have to pay tax. You know, the rich, they find those loopholes with taxes. Mm. They don't have to pay them. So he's basically like, what, $17 million? Oh, well, no worries. The guy lives in like a two-bedroom house anyway. Weirdo. Top, proper widow. Ah, good on him. So uh, Jeff Bezos uh, flies to the top of that list, though, as uh, the world's richest people. He is the owner and founder of Amazon. He's now worth currently $150 billion. $150 billion. billion. Dollars. Yeah, it's incredible. So put that in perspective. Bill Gates, founder of um, uh, Microsoft, and has been rich for a long, long time. You nearly said Apple then, didn't you? I nearly did, oh. yeah. Well, that's the thing. The Apple people don't really spring up on this. Um uh, Elon Musk is on there, but uh, yeah. So Bill Gates is at ninety five. Bill and and Amazon, man, it's just a, what a conglomerate that is. Uh, had the chance to be bought Amazon for about fifty thousand, and they were, and they um, chose not to sell. So <laughs> fair play. That's that's me. Oh, and the Fortnite founder one billion dollars after three hundred and seventy days. You're going pretty good at your job if you just earned a billion in a calendar year and, and stole the idea and flying up the ladder. That's our show and cue the music. Thanks, Big Tom. See you guys. See you.
Fuck. 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 <laughs>